In his first inaugural address, he expressed a confidence in the future of the nation. This is a day of national consecration. And I am certain that on this day, my fellow Americans expect that on my induction into the presidency, I will address them with a candor and a decision which the present situation of our people impels. In his first fireside chat on April 28, 1935, the president outlined the various work programs that had been affected to take men and women off the relief roll. I am jealous of the right of every citizen to call to the attention of his or her government examples of how the public money can be more effectively spent for the benefit of the American people. Never since my inauguration in March 1933 have I felt so unmistakably the atmosphere of American recovery. But it is more than the recovery of the material basis of our individual lives. It is the recovery of confidence in our democratic processes, our Republican institutions. We have survived all of the arduous burdens and the threatening dangers of a great economic calamity. We have, in the darkest moments of our national trials, retained our faith in our own ability to master our own destiny. Fear is vanishing. Confidence is growing on every side. Renewed faith in the vast possibilities of human beings to improve their material and spiritual status through the instrumentality of the democratic form of government. That faith is receiving its just reward. For that, we can be thankful to the God who watches over America. The nation was slowly emerging from the depths of the depression, and Roosevelt's nomination for a second term was unanimous. In his second acceptance speech, on June 27, 1936, he said, Better the occasional of a that lives in a spirit of charity than the consistent omission of a government frozen in the ice of its own indifference. 
spite of the gains made in the previous four years, he was not content with prevailing conditions. So let us ask again, have we reached the goal of our vision of that fourth day of March, 1933? Have we found our happy valley? I see a great nation upon a great continent, blessed with a great wealth of national resources. Its 130 million people are at peace among themselves. They are making their country a good neighbor among the nations. I see a United States which can demonstrate that under democratic methods of government, Confidence and respect of other nations. No nation 
Christmas Eve speech, 1941, the nation at war with the Axis powers. Hello, workers, for freedom. There are many men and women in America, sincere and faithful men and women, who are asking themselves,
invasion of Hitler's fortress in Europe was being staged at Normandy. He asked his fellow Americans to join him in prayers for the Allied fighting men storming the shores of France. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. Lead them straight and cruel. Give strength to their arms, stoutness to their hearts, steadfastness in their faith. They will need thy blessings. Their road will be long and hard. For the enemy is strong. He may hurl back our forces. Success may not come with rushing speed, but we shall return again and again. And we know that by thy grace and by the righteousness of our cause, our sons will triumph. They will be sore tried by night and by day without rest until the victory is won. The darkness will be rent by noise and flame. Men's souls will be shaken with the violences of war. With victory in sight in all theaters, the president met with allied leaders at Yalta to formulate plans for the United Nations. In his last speech to the Congress on March 1, 1945, he reported the results of the conference and the aspirations of its participants. For the second time in the lives of most of us, this generation is face to face with the objective of preventing wars. To meet that objective, the nations of the world will either have a plan or they will not. The groundwork of a plan has now been furnished and has been submitted to humanity for discussion and decision. No plan's perfect. Whatever is adopted in San Francisco will doubtless have to be amended time and again over the years, just as our own Constitution has been. No one can say exactly how long any plan will last. Peace can endure only so long as humanity really insists upon it and is willing to work for it and sacrifice for it. 25 years ago, American fighting men